Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. I was watching this over the weekend. Um, this is Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis and character references. You know, they're often provided in sexual assault or rape trial cases because I'm sure you heard last week the 70s actor, the 70s show actor Danny Masterson was sentenced to 30 years in life, uh, 30 years to life in prison for raping two women. This is back in California in the early 2000s. And it emerged in recent days then that his co-stars Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis had given or provided character letters during the trial. And they received a lot of backlash for this when it came out over the weekend. So much so that they actually recorded a video to apologise. We are aware of the pain that has been caused by the character letters that we wrote on behalf of Danny Masterson. We support victims. We have done this historically through our work and will continue to do so in the future. A couple months ago, Danny's family reached out to us and they asked us to write character letters to represent the person that we knew for 25 years so that the judge could take that into full consideration relative to the sentencing. The letters were not written to question the legitimacy of the judicial system or the validity of the jury's ruling. They were intended for the judge to read um, and not to undermine the testimony of the victims or re-traumatize them in any way. We would never want to do that. And we're sorry if that has taken place. Our heart goes out to every single person who's ever been a victim of sexual assault, sexual abuse, or rape. So that's the video when I was watching it over the weekend. And even since they recorded and posted it, you know, on social media, there was still criticism of the apology video um, and support letters then were circulating online over the weekend and some, you know, people and commentators and victims as well condemned um, the couple for, for even recording the, the apology video. But what would you do if you were asked to provide a character reference for somebody? Chris is with us on the line. Chris, do you think they're okay? No, I actually don't. Um, to me, it's you know nobody nobody knows another person and what goes on behind behind um, closed doors and that. I mean, it's actually you. It is. I know they said that it was it wasn't undermine uh, undermine anything, but I mean, it was sent to the judge before he was sentencing. So I mean, it is there to in- influence the sentencing. Now, that shouldn't be allowed just because we, because you you know the character of somebody in his dealings with you does not mean you don't you, that you know the character of, the, of of what happened in a specific event. So, but the problem is judge, judges do tend to take them into consideration. So, no, they shouldn't be allowed because they do influence. And and they seem to be used, as you said, more and more in cases of, of sexual assault and, and stuff like that. I mean, we hear on a regular basis, um, you, you'll see it uh, with court cases and you, you'll see it when it's, when, when it's um, reported on. Mm. Oh, sure, he, come, he comes from a good family. That has got nothing whatsoever to do with, with, with the actual case. 
in point, and it shouldn't even be taken into consideration. If it is a heinous crime, and if, if it is somebody who's sexually assaulted somebody, then this, his standing in the community should not should not come into into call at all. I mean, it's got nothing to do with it. Yeah, I mean, it should I be imagine, based purely on the crime. Yeah, I imagine though the reference, like it doesn't condone the crime, but does it not maybe give a a wider view of the person, or does that matter? No, it doesn't. I mean, what has a wider view got to do with the fact that that somebody behaved like an animal uh, at, at, at one one stage in time? He's been convicted of doing a specific crime. What the rest of his character has got absolutely nothing whatsoever to do with the fact of of, of what he has done. And um, by actually said, playing on the character, or that 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 you know he's he's part of the community, he he's well involved in the community. That's got nothing mm. to do with the fact. I mean, if, take it for instance. I mean, how many how many women do we have in this? country that that suffer from spousal, spousal abuse and when we hear about it it comes out afterwards oh mm. god I would never have thought that of him yeah what does it matter if you they know? were a good upstanding yeah well, it's, a fair, it's a fair point um, 1800 is the number I want to hear people's thoughts on this today Mark Tottenham is with us as well Chris Mark is a barrister but co-presenter too of the Fifth Court podcast Mark just clarify when are character references used so uh, thanks for having me on the show, Andrea. Um, the, so, so basically w- what happens in a trial is it very much focuses on the allegations themselves and issues to do with character don't come into the trial before conviction. Now, once a person is convicted or, they, or if they plead guilty to the offence, it's then obviously up to the court to, um, to decide on a sentence. Now, um, as Chris said, you know, obviously you don't know what, what somebody is like behind closed doors. However, there are guidelines from the courts as to what can be taken into account. And the three, what they call the pillars of sentencing, are retribution, deterrence and rehabilitation. So first of all, you've got to punish the person for, the, for what they've been convicted of. You've also got to send out a message to society that this is what will happen mm. to you if you can commit a similar crime so that um, other people don't do the same thing. But you also have to look at, re- re- at rehabilitation. You know, is this somebody who, who can um, become a productive member of society? Now, it's a particular problem, I think, with sexual offences. I mean, you know, when you're dealing with, say, violent crime or drugs or something along those lines, very often, you know, the, the character of the person can, is very often reflective of what they've been uh, convicted of, if you know what I mean. It's the sort of, you know, it, it's re- relevant to the rehabilitation. But, you know, what you can often find with sexual offences is, you know, you have somebody who's, uh, as Chris said, you know, respect, a respectable member of society who has a a good job, who is supporting a family, and the court needs to take all of that into account. Now, do they though, the, Mark? Well, like how, well, how much sway do you know? Does the letter from the the, the GAO official saying you know so and so was a great member of their local club for a certain well, number I, of years? Like, I think, the, I think the defence legal team, because obviously they want, they want to get the best result for their client, they want to make sure that they're presenting the best picture of their client. So, for example, they would very often want to get, say, a letter from an employer or somebody who knows them well. 
realistically, I don't think those letters make a huge difference. They may make some difference. By and large, the the courts tend to sentence in relation to the offence itself. And so, um, and so, so while I certainly wouldn't want to say they would not in any way take them into account, they wouldn't be a major deciding okay. factor. Can I just um, ask you something, Mark, as well? Because we were chatting sure. about this, you know, in the office today, and I was, t- was thinking about it over the weekend. Like, you know, what would you do if somebody ever came up or a good friend or some, you know, a colleague that you worked with for years and asked you to, to give them a character reference? Like, I imagine it must be a very difficult position to be in if somebody asks you to do that, you know, and particularly if, if they're strenuously denying, you know, the, the, the allegations. But just to, to tell me this, do you... So the person has to be conv- the person is convicted before character mm. references are sought, or, 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 or pleaded guilty, or yes. plead guilty. So does that yeah. mean that once I'm so say I'm asked then to provide my mm. character reference for somebody, mm. so that means by the time I'm asked to do that, I'm doing it in the knowledge that I know they've either pleaded guilty or they've been convicted of the crime. That, that would normally be the case, yeah. So, so I mean, I think. I think where where there may be a sort of public misunderstanding is that any person who's giving evidence to a court is generally is 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 expected to provide factual information. So a character reference should not be a plea for clemency or a plea for lenience. It should simply be providing the court with information that might be relevant to the sentencing. Now, I had a look at some of the letters that were provided for the accused in this case, for, Mr. for Danny Masterson, and a lot of them were friends or family who were very concerned for his young daughter, and basically saying that they hoped that she would have an opportunity to have a relationship with her husband, with her, sorry, with her father mm. after he got out of prison. And obviously, that is a very natural concern for any friends or family. You know, if if there is a, a you know, if if he is being a supportive father. So, that, and that's certainly something that you would hope that a court would take okay. into account. Um, but obviously, in this case, he was given uh, uh, effectively a minimum of thirty yeah, years, so yeah. he'll be in prison until he's over seventy. So, so it clearly didn't play very heavily on the judge's no. mind. No, a lot of people um, want to share their thoughts on this. Stay with us, Mark. Shane is on the line as well. Shane, do you um, do you think char- character references okay are okay, or what do you think should be done? I think it would be a very good idea if the person behind the letters got into the witness box and answered questions from both the prosecution and the defence about how they really find this person to be. And maybe during cross-examination, something else might become apparent that wasn't initially in the the letters that the, uh, the individual actually wrote. I can remind you of the time of a well-known journalist who was sent to prison for child sexual offences, and somebody wrote a character witness letter for this gentleman, not knowing the full reasons as to why he was being uh, uh, sent to, why he was in front of the courts in the first place. So I think having people take the witness stand and answer questions will uh, be very revealing during the sentencing phase mm. of a hearing. Well, I remember not that terribly long ago, actually, we were talking here in the show about um, people who provide character references in rape cases that they could face cross-examination here in Ireland over it. And I think broadly people were, were you know, fairly in favour of that. Michelle is on the line. Michelle, do you think character references are, are a good thing? Um, not particularly. 
Um, I know just there, you know, um, saying that it may not have like a huge sway factor on the judge, but the person that does have an impact on is the victim. Like oftentimes, and especially in the likes of sexual assault and rape cases, it's a person from within your own community that did this to you and then you've gone through all this and you've finally gotten a conviction, which is rare enough. And then you sit there and listen to other members of your community either kind of saying, well, we don't believe that he did this or they did this. It's very true, uh, yeah. I know them to be this kind of person. Or else they're saying, I do know this person did this to you and I don't care. It's the re-traumatising so like really, be, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's awful because then like you're going to walk around your community and see the people who gave these references. And like, I just, I can't even imagine how that would feel after going through the trauma of the incident, reporting it, sitting through a court case and this is what you get at the end of it. Are they always, Mark, um, like are they always made public? Because I, I'd say what happened with Ashton and, and Mila Kunis was that, you know, they thought they were only for the judge to read. They were, you know, the judge was the only person going to see them. Well, that's what they said. Now, clearly, if 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 that's what they understood, they, it was an incorrect understanding because, you know, it, it's generally, well, I don't know about Californian law, but generally speaking in Ireland, you know, the principle is that justice is ministered in public. So, Anything that go that is considered by the judge should be considered in public. Um, obviously, in in Ireland, we have anonymisation for an awful lot of sexual offences, so you mightn't, in fact, re- reveal the, that information um, in circumstances where it might tend to identify the victim or the offender. So only if the person um, waves the right to anonymity, then will yeah, your character yeah, reference but, become but, public knowledge, right? But just in relation to what your your last contributor said, I mean, you know, if it would be a very foolhardy uh, legal team that allowed a statement in before the court that suggested that they didn't believe the the, the um, victim of the offence. You know, I mean, clearly the the um, witness statement should be written on the assumption, on the understanding that the person is guilty of what they've been accused of, because that is the basis upon which the reference would be given. And really it should be to say, for example, that they've been working in a particular job for a certain number of years, that they that you know that they're good at their job, you know, that that kind of information okay. that may or may not sway yeah. on the, the judge's mind, but certainly shouldn't in any way cast doubt on the credibility of the accused. Okay. And if I could just say one of the one of the other things that the that that very often happens is that the 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 the, um, the, the complainant um, ha- or the, the the victim has an opportunity to give a victim in- impact statement, so they can then outline to the court the effect the on impact. them, which, which yeah. again is something that you wouldn't normally no, consider in the trial itself. But point it's worth making, absolutely. Mike is with us too. Um, Mike, do you think they're they're okay, or what's your your thoughts and character references? Well, it depends on the crime. Um, you know. It depends on the severity of the crime. I, for example, I had a friend who was who is currently in jail, um, and it, the evidence that came out in the court case after he was convicted, this came out the evidence and what he was convicted on. Um, it, it seemed and seemed to me and to a lot of his friends um, to be have been incredibly mild, and he was very hard done by. Now I would have given him a character reference in a in a heartbeat um, to try to convince you know the 
the judge to to not give him jail, you know. Um, but that said, if the same guy or anybody else that I would know, you know, was convicted and we saw it from the evidence um, and from the court case that he had committed a severe crime, you know, rape or whatever, that... No, you wouldn't give him a character reference, but it would be all to do with um, the severity of the crime and what the judge uh, and what, what evidence would have come out. You weren't actually asked, though, Mike, were you? To, to no, give... I wasn't, and I wished I had been, to be honest. Right. And I think he's... I'd lost contact with him. I, I think he's still in jail. Um, he might have got a release, but... Um, it was tragic. He did a great, great job. He was, a, he was a respected guy, nice fella. Never had a crime... And he just went down for something that okay. we all felt was very mild. I'm not going to say anything. Else, okay. you know, I'm not going to reveal anything. Don't worry. But um, yeah, definitely. But it's all about the severity of the crime. But you felt, with the benefit of hindsight, had you have heard, you know, the the full details of the case, you you would have been happy to to write a character reference for. Y- yes, um, absolutely, I would have been. But if I was asked to give him a character reference, let's say, for example, theoretically, um, before any evidence had come out if it was the start of the case for example no I would have said to him no listen you know I'm uncomfortable doing that you know I'd have to hear and the evidence that comes out um, the Garda investigation and so on but after it came out absolutely I would have I would have done it I always think it must be a very hard a very hard thing to do Mike do you know like it, it has to be a difficult position to be in I know you, you weren't necessarily asked you know at the time but looking back in, in, in hindsight it has to be a hard thing to do to either write you know if you're asked to write a reference for somebody like you know do you write it or do you do you not and then like as you said you know you, you would have had you've known all the details like it's a, it's a difficult position to be in isn't it yeah <coughs> Well, for example, if if you've been convicted of a heinous crime and I was asked to give a, a character reference, I'd be saying a different thing. I would say, no, I can't do it. But it would be t- it would be awkward and so on. But I mean, if you if you commit the crime, you know, you, you, you're going to pay for your your actions, you know, and that might include your friends deserting you, you know. But, but on the other side of it, you should stick by your friends if you really think that, you know, they haven't done anything too bad and um, they deserve a bit of support. I would back that up, yeah, back up giving a, a character reference. Yeah, it's an interesting one for sure. Listen, Mike, thanks for getting in touch with us. Um, 87 106 is the number. Are character references okay? Have you maybe like Mike or have you ever been asked to give one for somebody before? You can drop me an email either, lunchtime live at newstalk.com. Shane and Michelle and Chris, Mark as well. Thanks a million for getting in touch with us. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.